0: It's Jim Kramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action.
1: Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Kramer, David Faber coming to you live from uh, different locations. Futures up on a second consecutive upside surprise for jobs. 4.8 million as unemployment drops to 11.1. Bonds close early today. Markets close tomorrow for the July 4th weekend. Vice President Pence is going to join us in the next hour. And, Jim, the debate will rage about just how much faith we put in a job survey from the second week of June.
0: Look, there are segments of this economy that were very strong before the pandemic. And they're resuming their strength. Uh, There are other ones that are just plain baffling. Uh, I think we're all kind of surprised that retail is doing better. But then we remember Target. Walmart, Costco, these places added people. And then the the incredible one, it, it, the only sector that really seems to be being heard is the one that has the social distancing problem, which is restaurants. Uh, it seems as if the travel and hospitality people are, are gearing up, and I think that uh, there, these numbers do reflect uh, the reopening of uh, some states that are now troubled. But I don't want to put uh, a negative gloss on this. These are just very strong numbers, and we're not where we thought we were, uh, we, or we'd be, say, eight weeks ago. There, there's. We had a strong kind of before. We're seeing the strength again.
1: So, is this kind of number an Apple closing stores number, or is this a um, a Disney still on track to open uh, in July number?
0: Well, I think these are numbers with, where we really felt that there would be. Uh, that the part of the the country that is red hot, there was red hot going in California, Texas, Louisiana, Georgia, Florida. I think that those were places that said, you know what? Uh, We're done. We're done with lockdown. Bring everybody back. And now we have to watch because what they're really closing, remember, bars and restaurants, and that's the pressure point of the economy. That that did not look good in this report. But to emphasize that is to uh, is to really miss the bigger picture, which is that we were at a very high level of employment. We're going down rather rapidly. It was it 17 straight weeks of jobless claims going uh, down? At this pace, uh, if they can get in this big if uh, the 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 Sun Belt under control. And they've not been able to. But if they get under control and you get sports back, then really it's just going to be restaurants. Uh, restaurants is, is just a, is hopeless unless you can do contactless uh, delivery and takeout.
2: But, Jim, then what what stops this market uh, if it's not going to be 50,000 cases a day and rollbacks and reopenings and concern about the economy in certain states, which are not insignificant states when it comes to overall GDP, uh, what What stops this uh, this this train? I mean, again, we're we're getting back towards levels that would put us almost at even on the S&P for the year. And we've talked so often about the Nasdaq, which has had an extraordinarily strong year. Does it just
0: keep going? Well, there are certain companies that you come in and it's you can't fight the tape, whether it be Tesla, whether it be uh, PayPal, uh, Square, uh, Etsy. Those are part of the Kramer COVID 100, so to speak. But here, here's the only thing I know that could stop it, David. If you had uh, what I we have a press conference uh, with the president, the only thing that could really stop it is if the employment in restaurant and travel and leisure and sports can't come back because we can't get control of the pandemic. So you have a kind of permanent level unemployment in that area, and then those people have to go get jobs. Uh, and then you have people coming out of college, and they've got to go get jobs. And then you have the people who are using this to say we're not paying our rent, which is a substantial number of people. So then mortgages default, and we'll, so the next thing that will happen is we will see a we will see bank earnings that do not reflect the rosier picture of people coming back. It will reflect the fact that there's still a lot of people who are out. But, yeah, David, I mean, I know right. that there are some parts of the market that are very hard to rationalize a, a, a sell-off, because if you can't sell off the cruise lines, what can you sell off? I mean, the cruise lines are up every yeah. morning. I mean, Norwegian Cruise, I got to tell you, people have been buying that since 4 o'clock this morning. Norwegian Cruise, they're not allowed to sail, David. I mean, they're not. They can't go to Norway. They can't go anywhere. Carnival. There's nothing good at Carnival. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay? Boeing. You know, they lose orders every day. I mean, but the people come in and they buy yeah. them. And they, I, look, I think that this is what we would call at law school sui generis. We've never seen anything like this. There's a level of buying no. in the morning. They're buying a Workhouse Group, okay? Do you know workhouse Group has got about 73, billion share, 73 million shares outstanding. 120 million shares traded yesterday, and nothing happened at Workhouse. Uh, David, it, it, Carl, <laughs> uh, it, I mean, Tesla, well, know, oh, they sold a 100. Take it up 100. Uh, this has never been seen, and there's going to be people who say, well, all I remember in 1960 Oh, yeah. give me a break. I've studied 68. Nothing. This one is like none other. And um, it is, there are things that could go wrong. But, Carl, I've got to tell you, the level of enthusiasm at it, 630, at 530. I mean, I was, up at, I was up at 320 today. They were taking the cruise ships.
1: For, for we, a I was just, I, Andrew saw your tweets and I saw them too, uh, to American and Norwegian, uh, urging them to. Sell, you know, sell common now while they can, yeah. right? Although you were hedging a moment ago yeah. about whether or Listen. not that there should be uh, a purchase on the other side of that. Well, <laughs>
0: oh, I just, I mean, look, these companies that you, you, owe the, you owe Steven Mnuchin a lot of money and you got buyers coming in in the morning and they're rabid. Well, you know what? This is like, fi- I like to fish. Hey, so Steve Lee's likes to fish? I like to fish. I mean, you're in there and the fish are not waiting for the, you know, you can't even put the bait on you're like throwing the hook and like, ooh, let me take that. And it is incredible. None of us has ever seen this. I want someone 30 years older than I am to come on and say that they had this at that one moment when Eisenhower did the interstate highway system. Because i never seen anything like it.
2: Yeah, Caribbean maybe we'll know, Jim, is if, not sales. If- if, if Hertz comes back in and tries to revive that
0: plan to sell exactly. stock,
2: maybe that'll be a top yes, four. Hertz. Yeah. We, well, we've got we'll restaurants
0: where, where the franchisees are defaulting and they're taking the stock. I love Norwegian Cruise. I mean, I love it. I was going to go on Norwegian Cruise in February. It's the greatest thing in the world, but it's closed.
2: Well, OK, back and to the level be- of speculation that you're talking about in the marketplace, Jim. Uh, yeah. But it isn't stopping at this point. Right. They know, get for, these it, numbers. It appeared it might there might be a break on it. The idea that the market doesn't always go up. But your buddy who you've talked about a bunch who said that
0: so far seems prophetic. Oh, we're, we're, we're talking about uh, Dave Portnoy, um, who says stocks go up. And we're suits, and we're, like, there for the enemy. I say that because I got a really terrific Brioni one that I got in uh, Milan. Yeah, uh, but but there it's is a nice. – stocks don't always go up. They don't. They don't. Plug power doesn't always go up. And art doesn't always go up. But they're going up. Francesca's holdings, big win there. Carl, I don't know what to say. I mean – if you're the head of American Airlines, you should drill that bid for 74 million shares.
1: Well, uh, in the meantime, uh, Jim, you might look to Treasury for some agreements on loans. Uh, Eamon Javers has that regarding five major airlines. Morning, Eamon.
3: Yeah, good morning, Carl. This announcement just out at the top of the hour from the Treasury Department saying that five. Airlines have now taken loans from Treasury under the CARES Act. The airlines are, according to the Treasury Department, American Airlines, Frontier Airlines, Hawaiian, SkyWest, and Spirit. They've signed letters of intent, the Treasury says, uh, setting out the terms in which uh, Treasury would extend loans under Division A, Title IV, Subtitle A, of the CARES Act. There's a statement here uh, from Treasury Secretary Mnuchin who says, we are pleased that major air carriers intend to use this important program and for Treasury to use its authority under the CARES Act to provide much needed financial assistance while ensuring appropriate taxpayer compensation. So Carl, those five airlines now signing letters of intent to take those loans from Treasury under the CARES Act. Uh, Obviously, all that Underscores just how brutal of an economic environment it's been for airlines uh, with no clear uh, sense of when that airline business can get back to normal anytime soon. Carl, back over to you.
0: Buy, this, buy right, the airlines. Anna, we'll talk to you uh, very shortly. Buy the airline stocks. That's the takeaway. I mean, image average just gave you a report that says sell the, the airlines. They're not stopping, they're not waiting for the market to open. I don't know. I know we got to take a break, but. I think we have to, Matt, we have to acknowledge the astonishing things, which is that there you just had the most negative report about airlines you could have. And every one of those airlines he is flying.
1: Cat. You're not kidding, Jim. Not to mention uh, some of the overstaffing news we have at American uh, Delta memo uh, this morning saying business travelers have not returned in significant ways. We'll talk more about that in a little bit when we come back. Uh, what an hour we've got. McCormick and the vice president going to join us here on Squawk on the Street. Talk about the jobs number, of course. The president, as you just saw, a briefing at 930. We'll get to Facebook, Tesla deliveries. Lemonade goes public. A lot more still to come. Don't go anywhere.
0: McCormick put up some rock-solid numbers. It looks like consumers are eating at home, cooking at home, doing a lot of different stuff with the spices. Let's find out what's really going on. Let's join uh, the CEO of McCormick. Let's have Lawrence on. Lawrence, it's always good to see you, sir. Hey,
4: Jim. Good morning. It's great to be here with you.
0: All right, so, Lawrence, you know I championed the uh, Franks acquisition, obviously a blowout for you, and uh, certainly the French is terrific. But I think that some on Wall Street decided that because you didn't give guidance – that somehow that wasn't uh, that was a sign of weakness, and also that the flavor solutions, the food service business, uh, was weaker than expected. In fact, I would say from these employment numbers that flavor solutions is good. And who the hell is giving guidance when you don't know have any idea what's going on? So tell me if I'm right about how the mistake mistaken analysis has kept the stock from going to two hundred.
4: Well, Jim, you've got this exactly right, and we've tried to tell everybody who have listened to us about the strength of food at home. Um, And, you know, our second quarter that you just spoke about played out against the course of the backdrop of the global pandemic and incredible uh, economic volatility. But our sales were up 10 percent in constant currency, which is gigantic in the food industry. And adjusted earnings per share were up 27 percent. And a big story there is that food at home has just been very strong. Uh, Food service has been uh, struggling, uh, you know, obviously with the shutdown orders and, and people rightly wanting to. Uh, avoid uh, uh, too much social contact. But only 20% of our business is really uh, impacted and, and labored by the food away from home, you know, the restaurants and, and so on. Uh, so you can do the math there, you know, with 80% surging and 20% uh, struggling, uh, it worked out really well for us.
0: Yeah, that's why it was so counterintuitive what they asked during the conference call A couple of things that I thought that were pretty amazing. The younger generation, it turns out they like to cook and they like flavor. So therefore, they like McCormick.
4: One of the things that we've seen is that this uh, global health crisis has accelerated trends that were already in place. So cons- younger consumers already were wanting to cook at home uh, more and cook more fresh foods, they use more spices and seasonings. Um, they also are more engaged digitally and, and, uh, and with e-commerce. And all of these trends have been accelerated uh, during this uh, pandemic. And these are things that we have invested in and, and put a lot of marketing muscle behind. And so you know, we really were well positioned for it.
0: Yeah, I, I think we should try to explain to people when you say marketing muscle, you've been very forward in advertising where people are. Uh, fr- uh, Frank's Red Hot TikTok Talk fitness challenge how's that going
4: <laughs> yeah that was great so on saturday we did a uh, a challenge actually with uh, between uh shaquille o'neal and uh, ron gronkowski to uh, uh, on social media um uh, uh, that you know right now grilling is what's hot and uh, and they featured uh, a steak grill off challenge with uh, between uh, between them with uh, mccormick Grillmates and our montreal steak seasoning which by the way um, shock uh, one. Uh, but that's out on their channels right now. Millions of uh, views. It's a great exposure. It's also benefiting a great social justice costs.
0: I'm glad you mentioned the number of millions because you have a 16 percent increase in household penetration, which means that there are millions of new households uh, using your product and new trialers. Are you getting repeat buyers after they try? <laughs>
4: We are, Jim, without getting too technical about it, you know, McCormick has gained market share, first of all, in all of our major categories. Uh, We've got millions of new users during this uh, period as people are, and people are coming back for more. You know, we've had a 16% increase in household uh, penetration and at the same time, the usage rate has gone up 11%. So this means that consumers are trying McCormick brands, they like them enough to buy them again, They're clearly having a good experience that for many is going to be uh, their new habit. I mean, all of us know people have been cooking more, and many of us have found it to be easy, fun, and economical as well.
0: Another thing people know about you in in terms of uh, your commitment, you've long been involved in social issues, well ahead of most companies. You have the most diverse board, I believe, of any major company. And at one point, you say in your conference call that the Cook With Us Instagram series was well. Uh, I think Mark Zuckerberg's trying to reach out now. Uh, that was not necessarily a style. Uh, it, can, you keep, can you stay on Instagram, given your commitment to racial values that very few CEOs have? Can you change the way Facebook does business, given the fact that you are so forward on these important issues? Yeah. Well, Jim, if I can just uh,
4: step back for a second on the broad issue of social and racial justice, uh, these go straight to McCormick's core values. One of our foundational principles is the power of people. And uh, we look at it kind of in three three levels. The first is to set an example ourselves. So we have strong diversity goals, which we recently uh, raised. We We have a, a a commitment to diversity all the way to the top. You mentioned our board of directors, your viewers may not know, but on our board of directors, we have four women directors, we have two black directors, we have a North African director, we have a Latina director. One of our directors even marched and was jailed in Martin Luther King Children's March in Birmingham as a child. So we have a commitment to social and racial justice that is very strong and goes all the way to the top. Um, the second thing is we've spoken out on these issues uh, publicly, uh, and, and both internally and externally, messages, not just from the company, but from me personally, um, on the uh, on matters of, of racial justice and, and, uh, and its inclusion broadly, and Black Lives Matters uh, specifically, and peaceful protest uh, specifically. And then the third thing, it's not just talk, it's action. So internally, We've got a, a, a broad range of development programs uh, for women and for ethnically diverse uh, uh, talent, uh, leadership uh, development opportunities, you know, forums to be heard. Um, and we externally we've committed money, uh, and that money is, is targeted towards uh, at-risk communities. Uh, a lot of food aid, health aid, counseling aid, and and, and inclusion aid. And that's not directed by management. We let we have an employee panel that directs where that money goes to make sure that it really goes to the things that are greatest impact and that that matter most to our diverse employee base.
0: Loris, do you think this uh, movement is here to stay since you've been having you've always had it? You've always had the commitment. Others are joining you. Do you think they're joining you because it's a good thing in the media or do you think they mean it?
4: No, I think people mean it. I think that everyone has had a, had enough. You know, the George Floyd incident was outrageous. There have been outrageous incidents in, in the past in our own home community of Baltimore, Freddie Gray, um, and and I think that everyone has had enough, and and, uh, and, and thoughtful people are, are saying it's time for action.
0: Do you think also people are starting to realize? Yeah, the business is leaving out a huge percentage of people who are consumers who have money and who want very much to a part of the mainstream. And these companies aren't letting them. That's true. And you know, frankly, we want
4: as diverse. We want. There's a war for talent out there. And and at McCormick, we want the best and the brightest at all levels of our company. And and we and and you know, the, the color of your skin, your religious beliefs, who you love, none of those things. Should 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 matter. The opportunities should go in, in a very uh, meritocracy kind of way uh, you know, to the you know, to the best talent, and, and that's that's what we're after. You know, Jim, we're we're a diversity uh, top 50 company uh, as, as ranked by Diversity Inc. Uh, there was only uh, there's only one other food company in that group. You know, we're really we're really proud of our record in this area. I know there's much more to be done though.
0: Well, Lawrence, I want to uh, congratulate you in a good quarter, but more importantly, congratulate you on being the champion of civil rights in, I think, uh, that I've heard it, it, in many, many years. But you've always maintained that. That's been your view. Thank you, Lawrence. Thanks so much.
5: Thanks, Jim. It's great to be with
0: you. OK, call back to you all right
1: jim uh we're just a few moments away from hearing the president talk about the jobs number for june if you missed it earlier 4.8 million well above estimates of 2.9 million there's a look at the briefing room we'll get the vice president as well on our air shortly after that at 10 a.m eastern time busy day for autos as well tesla deliveries we got ford numbers out we're back in just a moment
2: Welcome back. Time to squeeze in a mad dash before we get to an open this morning. Last day of trading for the week, by the way. Shopify, I believe, is the largest market cap Canadian company, Jim, right?
0: Yeah, you know, David, we often talk about Tesla in the last 48 hours blowing through the 1,000 level. But, you know, yesterday, uh, you probably I don't know if you celebrate it. Yesterday was Canada Day and uh, Shopify blew (laughs) through 1,000. Uh, and, David, what I'd like to say, and there's a Baird piece that's very good about it, but you hear this word often, but this one actually is for real. They actually have an ecosystem. They have a payment system. Uh, they are the anti-Amazon in some ways. Uh, they've teamed up with a lot of different team, uh, companies, including Facebook, Facebook Shops. And evaluation is an issue, uh, but it makes money. See, I, I think that's key. It makes money. Anyway, uh, Shopify is a company that, for small, medium-sized businesses, is a, is a lifeline. They do everything for you. It is a company that uh, when, it was a little, when it was lower 200, 300, and 400 there were multiple companies that wanted to buy them out in Silicon Valley because they thought it' still, still cheap. But these guys are proud Canadians. They didn't sell, and they turned out to be doing the right thing. Look at that chart.
2: Yeah. Well, to your credit, Jim, you have been recommending it for much of that chart. In True. fact, I mean, you know, I'm I'm as good a historian on Kramer as pretty much anybody, given we talk every single day, numerous times during the course of the day. And you have been positive on this for a long time.
0: Yeah. I got um, it it's well
2: positioned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very well positioned for the current age in which it would appear if you want to do retail,
0: you've got to do it digitally. Not clear there's much of a future in brick and mortar. No, that's it. I mean, I, I had uh, William Snowman the last night. They still think that there's some need. Laura Albert still thinks there's some need for brick and mortar. But I think th- Sh- Shopify uniquely, if you have brick and mortar and you need to have an omni channel, you just say, hey, guys, look, it's turnkey. You do you, know, you do all the back stuff for me, because if you don't have an omni channel, then you you're not going to get through the pandemic. Uh, and Shopify is your way to get through the pandemic. And that's, but once you're in, you stay in. Uh, it's not unlike Etsy, you stay in, but Shopify is re- the remarkable people. Fun, joyous, Canadian. <laughs>
1: those, those words tend to go together, Jim. There's a look at the opening bell uh, lemonade at the uh, New York Stock Exchange. They're going to trade under. Um, I forgot you know, the symbol is, but they price $11 million at 29 above the LMND. range uh, online insurance company. And then, of course, uh, look at the NASDAQ as well. LMND, Jim, uh, you which you've been paying attention to those guys for a while.
0: Yeah, you know, good, good. I mean, the, the, actually, I have to tell you that a lot of the IPOs ha- have been pretty good, except for the Chinese ones. Uh, we've watched them, and they're still giving us some quality product. What, what I, I I point out, we had a company, ASIC, recently, which makes a fl- – uh, the the artificial wood. And and that was just kind of a great uh, company when people are doing housing. And it's just going up, up, up. I mean, these are not the crazy ones. We're not seeing crazy ones come public. We're still seeing, oh, my, you got to be kidding me. Will you look at that? All right, who are those red clowns? Yeah. Who is that? (laughs) I mean, you know, stand up and be counted. Who do we have? Uh Uh-oh. Oh, my God, what an anomaly. Will you look at that for one moment? It's yeah. Netflix. Someone go buy 200,000 shares of Netflix right now. You think that's going to stay down? That's insane. Come on, step up. The hell?
2: Step was, up. Was, well, they are stepping up for Tesla, which now has a larger market cap than Netflix. At $225 billion, Tesla up another 8 plus percent. Of course, we got those production numbers. Phil Abub brought them earlier to us on Squawk Box. 90,650 vehicles delivered uh, during the second quarter of 2020. Lower than a year ago, but higher than many had anticipated. And man, that is just something to see, isn't it? You know, it's funny, uh, the rich keep getting richer. Just a quick note here, guys. Remember Larry Ellison joined the board on December 28th of 2018. He had bought 3 million shares. It's not clear exactly at what price, but you can go back there and take a look. At that 2018 period, Larry Ellison, I don't know what's he made—another billion dollars or so. Oh, why
0: not? You ever been on his island in, in Hawaii? <laughs> no. Some of the best food. I've in never the world. been on his island. Oh man, his island's amazing. But you, you don't go anywhere. You don't shy. I, well, just go visit his island sometime. He, 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 okay. Why well, not a can billion we, dollars? Can we
2: take a Norwegian uh, cruise there? A billion dollars is, cruise, a, is a lot.
0: Larry's island. Billion yeah. still a lot. Yeah. That's a billion is still real. It's, it's, a lot. it's not. It's it ain't not 57 it ain't billion, money, though, right, Carl? Which is what
1: Jeff Bezos yeah. has made so far this year, exactly right. Now worth one hundred and seventy-six, no, one hundred and seventy-one billion, highest ever.
0: Well,
2: and he got divorced. He got divorced and gave Mackenzie a lot,
0: David. I mean, why is that? To, you why know, is not that? half. But he. Why he, does that? Come she did up? okay. Why does that come up?
2: Because. It cut his net worth, and now he's back above where he was before he got divorced.
0: I don't know anyone who's done that. There it
2: is. That's
0: his pre divorce record. Yeah. That is that, Above his pre divorce record. A, is monumental. Hey, David, you know who's backing lemonade? Your friends at Softbank. Who? Softbank!
2: Oh, right. Oh, it's a MASA. It's a They're MASA conference fund, isn't They're it? Back. Yeah. They've been listen. They are going to buy back a lot of stock at SoftBank. That's sort of a key part of their of their strategy. And don't forget, they still own an awful lot of Alibaba. But they did sell a lot of T-Mobile. Where is that? One hundred six ninety-two. So above where they sold that stock at one hundred three. This is good. They appended um, the insurance model. Another great model. performer this year.
0: They're disruptors, David. Yeah, they, have, they backed it a lot of disruptors.
2: Yeah, they have. Um, guys, just to, just to hit a story that we've been following for years now, PG&E is out of bankruptcy. I think it's worth mentioning. Um, stock right around 9 bucks, but they have officially emerged from bankruptcy. Of course, the company, the largest utility in California, the wildfires, the enormous liability as a result, bankruptcy. They have implemented the settlement and resolution of all wildfire claims. Um, they've elected to participate in the state's go-forward wildfire fund. Um, They have a new board of directors uh, and on and on uh, as part of their, of course, the emergence uh, from Uh, from bankruptcy. You can take a look at the stock at this point as well and that's been something of a disappointment to many. Uh, Remember there were some very well-heeled investors who signed up for a private placement of three plus three and a half billion dollars worth of stock at 1050. They got priced down to where the four billion in common was sold last week by PG&E. But Jim this thing trades at a 17 billion dollar market cap discount to its index multiple and that's after 21 billion dollars in wildfire funds that are already in place and reinsurance. So clearly it's at the very low end of multiples for uh, utilities. I mean, it could earn a
0: buck this year, trades at roughly nine times. Something that's too cheap. I mean, look, I, I know that California's got a COVID problem right now, but that doesn't make any sense. Uh, other than the fact that you're, there's so many laws in California that maybe make, make them so that they can't grow. But if they're held harmless and they have that kind of return, they're going to give you a good dividend. That's really... David, I think you found something there. Eureka. I don't know. Rate
2: base is growing 8% a year, and they're spending $40 billion over the next four years on getting
0: that grid to a place where hopefully the wildfire threat will come down measurably. Well, see, you know, I think it's competing against things like Tesla, where Elon Musk tweeted last night that he's working on an RNA uh, microfactory, which is going to be very good for cure-fac. That That's exciting, people, more than, more than what you're doing. I'm not kidding. You see that tweet? All
1: right. Jim,
5: let's get to the president. We have Steve Mnuchin with us, Larry Kudlow. I'd like to just announce the spectacular news for American workers and American families and for our country as a whole. There's not been anything like this, a record setting. It was just put out that the United States economy added almost 5 million jobs in the month of June, shattering all expectations. I was watching this morning, and the expectations were much lower than that. The stock market is doing extremely well, which means to me jobs. That's what it means, jobs. This is the largest monthly jobs gain in the history of our country. The unemployment rate fell by more than two percentage points, down to just about 11 percent. We're down to the 11 percent number. We started at a number very much higher than that. As you know, we broke the record last month, and we broke it again this month in an even bigger way. This news comes on top of May's Extraordinary Jobs Report, which was revised upwards, by the way, to 2.7 million jobs. It was 2.5. That was last month, and that was a record-setter. But it actually got a little bit better. We revised it, and it was revised upward to 2.7 million jobs for a combined total of 7.5 million jobs created in the last two months, and that's a record by many millions of jobs. So it's 7.5 million jobs created in the last two months alone. Today's announcement proves that our economy is roaring back. It's coming back extremely strong. We have some areas where we're putting out the flames or the fires, and that's working out well. We're working very closely with governors. And I think it's working out very well. I think you'll see that shortly. In June, we added 2.1 million leisure and hospitality jobs, 740,000 retail jobs, 568,000 education and healthcare jobs, 357,000 service jobs. These are all historic numbers. And 356,000 manufacturing jobs. And manufacturing looks like it's ready to really take off at a level that it's never been Before And a lot of that has to do with our trade policy because we're bringing manufacturing back to our country. And these take a long time to get get going, and they're now going. So these are historic numbers. I'm really happy when I see 356,000 manufacturing jobs. And that's just a small number compared to what it will be soon because of our great trade deals. African-American workers really happily, for me, made historic gains with 404,000 jobs added last month alone, and that's a record. And the second-largest jump uh, will be uh, last month. And what we have, if you add the two months together, it's 700,000 jobs for African-American workers added in the last two months, and that's a record by a lot. Likewise, Hispanic employment is up by 1.5 million jobs. A record by a lot. Hispanic employment up 1.5 million jobs. Three million more women were employed in the month of June. A record. Never had a number like that. Workers with a high school education or less made the biggest strides of all. So, people that have just a high school education or have less than a high school education, with unemployment, those without a high school diploma, dropped a full 3.3 percentage points. That's the largest drop in recorded history. Eighty percent of small businesses are now open. Eighty percent. And we think we're going to have some very good numbers in the coming months because others are opening, and especially as we put the flame out. Getting rid of the flame is happening. New business applications have doubled since late March. That's a number that is not even thinkable to achieve this early into a pandemic. The latest ISM manufacturing report rose 10 percentage points with new orders jumping a remarkable 25 percentage points, all a record. Consumer confidence, which is great, that's a great number to me, because that means confidence is really good. If you don't have good consumer confidence, it's like life. If you don't have confidence, you're not going to do very well. Consumer confidence has risen 12 points since April, and six-month job expectations hit the all-time, and all-time high. So think of that for a second. With all we go through, with all of the... Trials and tribulations that we read about every night, much of it totally fake news, fortunately. And if the consumer didn't get it, you wouldn't have good consumer confidence. We have consumer confidence has risen 12 points since April. An all-time high, think of that. Retail sales surged an astonishing 18%. So retail sales went up an astonishing 18% in May. That's the largest increase in the history of our country. That's a cr- tremendous number 18%. The number of, and what it means to me is jobs, the number of unemployed Americans re entering the labor force rose by 43%. And fewer workers are dropping out of the labor force than before. And the crisis uh, is being handled. You know, if you look, we were talking this morning, something to think about. Uh, China was way early, and they're getting under control just now. And Europe was way early, and they're getting under control. We followed them with this terrible China virus, and uh, we are likewise getting under control. Some areas that were very hard hit are now doing very well. Some were doing very well, and we thought they may be gone, and they flare up, and we're putting out the fires. But other places were long before us, and they're now. It's a life. It's got a life. And we're putting out that life, because that's a bad life that we're talking about. But all of this suggests that workers are confident about finding a new job. The stock market is soaring with the best gains in over 20 years. In the second quarter, the Dow Jones increased 18 percent this is in a quarter 18 these are not numbers that people have heard about it's the best in 33 years the s p 500 increased by almost 20 percent the best since 1998 for the quarter and nasdaq increased over 30 percent the best since 1999 and we had a 50-month uh if you look over a long period of time uh a phenomenal number but if you look since the election we've gone up the Dow went up close to 45 percent the S&P 500 went up 47 uh, percent and Nasdaq composite went up getting close to a hundred percent so these are numbers that are not numbers that other presidents would have, and they won't have it. The only thing they can kill it's a bad president or a president that wants to raise taxes. You want to raise taxes? This whole thing, your 401ks will drop down to nothing, and your stock market will drop down to nothing. This is not just luck what's happening. This is a lot of talent. All of this incredible news is the result of historic actions my administration has taken working with our partners in Congress to rescue the U.S. economy from a horrible event that was formed, took place in China, and came here, and they could have stopped it. They could have stopped it. Nobody likes to write that, but they could have stopped it. They know it, and I know it. Through the Paycheck Protection Program, we've extended over $520 billion in loans to nearly 5 million small businesses, saving and supporting the jobs of tens of millions of American workers. This has been a tremendous success. Uh, levels that nobody's ever seen before. But we saved all of those, all of those jobs and all of those small businesses. And some will be large businesses soon, perhaps. We also rushed urgently needed relief to millions and millions of hardworking taxpayers. They got that directly. And we're working on a phase four. We're working with Congress. that. Work has started. Steve Mnuchin can give you a little briefing talking about payroll tax cuts. We're talking about more money being infused. And it comes back to us. It comes back. It's all coming back. It's coming back faster, bigger, and better than we ever thought possible. These are the numbers. These are not numbers made up by me. These are numbers. We've implemented an aggressive strategy to vanquish and kill the virus and protect Americans at the highest risk. Well, allowing those at lower risk to return safely to work. That's what's happening. Our health experts continue to address the temporary hotspots in certain cities and counties. And we're working very hard on that, where the relationship with the governors is very good. We made a call, Mike Pence made a call just uh, yesterday and said, what do you need? Not one governor needed anything. They don't need anything. They have all the medical equipment they can have, Thank you, U.S. government. They have all of the ventilators. They have, you know, we're giving many ventilators and selling in some cases and giving when needed. But we're, we're the ventilator king. We're now producing thousands of ventilators, thousands of ventilators a week. And we're helping other countries. And other countries are desperately in need of ventilators because this is now Got 189 countries. That changes all the time. That number. Our last count is 189 countries, and many of them don't have money, and they almost all of them don't have a capacity to build a ventilator, which is hard to build, very complex, very expensive, uh, very big in many cases. We've done an incredible job. So we have uh, assembly lines building ventilators, and we're building thousands a week. All of these people are working with governors and local officials to restore best practices, and that's what we've done. That includes face covering, social distancing, testing, and personal hygiene. Wash your hands. State officials will decide how rapidly to open their economies. That's largely up to them. If we see something that's egregious, we've gotten involved with a couple of them where we thought it was unfair. We'd like to see churches opened quickly. And some of them just don't want to do that. In New York, we got a great ruling from a judge, thank you, judge, that they can open. If these best practices are implemented, then the hot spots can be calmed quickly. And we understand this horrible disease right now. We didn't understand the disease at all. We did the right thing. We closed it up. We would have lost millions of lives. We've done a historic thing. We would have lost millions of lives. And now we're opening it up, and it's opening up far faster than anybody thought even possible and more successfully. And as I said, you're going to have a fantastic third quarter. It'll be a third quarter the likes of which nobody has ever seen before, in my opinion. And the good thing is the numbers will be coming out just prior to the election, so people will be able to see those numbers. The fourth quarter, likewise, will be extremely good. And maybe most importantly, from the standpoint of our country itself, next year will be... A historic year. Next year is going to be an incredible year for jobs. We're going to keep on top of the
1: president's uh, uh, briefing and bring you some headlines as they develop. But obviously he comes armed with a list, Jim, of uh, strong numbers that we've tracked during the recovery. That is the jobs number today. Confidence, retail sales, Q2 price action on stocks, says um, stock market will drop to nothing if uh, you elect a president who raises taxes and says this is not just luck that's happening. This is a lot of talent.
0: Well, look, we know the Fed has uh, been incredibly easy, so there have been very few failures despite the pandemic. We know uh, Secretary Mnuchin uh, has helped uh, with his program, five million different uh, uh, companies. So, uh, look, uh, they they threw a lot at the economy in order to make it work, and I think you could argue from that employment number it is working. Uh, I I don't think the stock market is lying here. I do think that uh, there is a level of speculation but there are also a lot of companies that, I guess, would have gone out of business that didn't. I, I think Jay Powell deserves a lot of credit because the credit market uh, did not go bad. And, David, you know, behind the scenes, the credit market could have gone very bad.
2: Yeah, there were there were some scary days in uh, mid to late March, guys, that we well know about as we watched the president leave the podium after uh, going through all those numbers. Um, there were scary days there. Uh, and it's interesting, of course, Carl, I can't remember the last time that uh, the president had an angry tweet for Jay Powell, which prior to the <laughs> pandemic, of course, and for years had been the case, certainly every so often talking about how rates were not low enough. Uh, and yet, interestingly, as Joe, as uh, sorry, as Jim points out, um, you know, he has helped a great deal here. I mean, Jim, when you come back to a conversation on this market every time, many of the professionals I talk to just say it's the Fed.
0: Well, look, I mean, we had one of the one we had record unemployment and we had what Hertz failed. Uh, they were in trouble already. J.C. JCPenney failed. They were really in a lot of trouble. Uh, they didn't let any company fail. That was doing well. If you go over what Secretary Mnuchin said, we're going to business interruption insurance provided by the government. So I think that there could have been. I mean, how did the cruise line uh, survive? How did the airline survive? And the answer is uh, Secretary Mnuchin and the Federal Reserve decided they weren't going to fail. And they obviously should have failed, given the the run on them. Uh, you could argue that the banks uh, should have already, other uh, uh, they should have had to have their dividends cut. But there was so much money being pumped in that they seem uh, safe. So, yes, there was the, the Fed and Treasury decided not to let this become a depression. And I think that I don't know if they thought that it would become a a, a boom, and we still going to have a lot of small, medium-sized businesses that are in trouble because of social distancing. But uh, look, I, credit to where credit's due. There should have been a lot more failures, uh, given the unemployment number. Well, and they didn't.
1: Yeah. Uh, to David's point, though, I mean, the president yesterday said he was happy with uh, Jay Powell, didn't get a shout out, nor did Mnuchin in that briefing, at, at least what we heard. Uh, Jim, The Washington Post now has a piece saying that White House economic officials have told advisors that because of the jobs number strength today, uh, stimulus for pricing will likely be smaller and that the opposition to extending the six hundred dollar CARES Act benefit, which is opposed by Trump, will get firmer.
0: Well, look, I'm, this is the uh, the greater irony is, is that we've never had incomes go up during a period when there's been such joblessness. And so we should remember that there is there's stimulus all over the place. I mean, the economy is on steroids. Now, can you take the economy off steroids once it starts getting momentum? Well, you have to follow these states. If you start seeing a lot of closures, I think that it'll, it'll dampen the momentum. But we've got it a- and we've got money in people's pockets. Look, we spent several trillion dollars. To get it, so we have, the, so we have that board being green, and you could argue that the trillion, the several trillion dollars paid off, or you could argue that you're going to have to start paying off the several trillion dollars. But there's just so many companies that we would have thought went under that didn't go under, and they didn't go under because Treasury Secretary and, and, and Chairman Powell said, no, we're not going to do what happened in 2008. We're not going to be laissez-faire. We're going to be in there rolling our sleeves up. Secretary Mnuchin goes to the Democrats and says, what do we need to do? They actually get something together. It was incredible to see the Democrats go with the Republicans. And uh, look, the the green is extraordinary. All right. Let's just call it the green is extraordinary. Yeah. Um, And listen, these programs are going
2: to stay in place. Uh, Interview with uh, St. Louis Federal Reserve Bank President Bullard the other day with the FT indicating these programs will make sure the markets don't freeze up entirely. Although he also did say it's possible the country could take a turn for the worse at some point in the future. You know, the president may wanna play down those so-called hotspots, guys, but we know we've never had as many new uh, cases of the virus as we have over the last few days, and it is trending up, and we do have significant rollbacks in some of these states, Jim, which raises the the question. I mean, we're still 11% unemployment, and now we seem to have some rollbacks. So there are legitimate questions about the ability of the economy to continue to sort of move out of this uh, huge slump.
0: Yeah, look, restaurants, uh, jobs are bad. I mean, there's a lot of 13 million people working in restaurants. Uh, the sports industry is bad, but obviously the areas of the economy that are not affected by that kind of service were strong going into the pandemic. Uh, and I, they're regaining strength. Uh, It is hard to believe that you regain strength with all the plexiglass service distancing, you know, the distancing to the service companies. But as Lawrence Kerzi has said, there's a shift to the economy. Uh, It looks like people are spending at home instead of the office. It's rather amazing.
1: We're going to watch to see. We're going to watch to see if it changes, Jim. Uh, When we come back, as we said, we'll talk to the vice president at the top of the hour. In the meantime, we did get an all time high on the Nasdaq VIX 26. All 30 Dow stocks are higher. We're back in a moment. A final stop trading with Jim on this holiday shortened week.
0: Constellation Brands, on last night, also on this morning on on Squawk Box. They've got a wine initiative with Gary Vaynerchuk. uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is is probably Mr. Wine. Uh, And then they have this thing, Corona Hard Seltzer. They're finally in that market. And I think they're going to take a huge amount of market share away from the trulys of the world and the white cloth. And the stock is not up nearly enough as as it should be. They are back. That company will also... uh, benefit if you think that we're ever going to legalize cannabis because they have that big stake in canopy
1: yeah that's another uh trend jim that we're uh, monitoring closely meantime um you know the dow is clawing its way back to the 200 day jim uh, where it's basically chopped around for a month uh do you think that continues
0: yeah i mean i i i think it can i think that they're uh there's usually there's a sell off after the big run on, uh, uh, into the holiday. But I think people are going to take this number and say, you know what, maybe we have to ratchet up our views on some of the cyclical stocks and that that would be the next leg that goes up.
1: Our energy and financials are certainly benefiting yeah. today as we get crude above 40. We know you're off next week, Jim. David and I are are going to miss you.
0: Uh, I miss you guys already. It's good to have a week off the first time.
1: What's on? What's on MAD tonight?
0: Appeal. It's got a disruptor. Uh, This isn't in the food (laughs) business. James has just got a billion billion dollar round. So remember, we we think a billion is not that much, but it used to mean a lot. (laughs) Most people don't have billions. All right, Jim, enjoy your time off. Thank you, guys.
1: All right. Stay safe. We'll see you in a week. Uh, Jim Kramer, of course, Mad Money Tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time.
0: You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.